This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, fam. I'm talking about fiber. I'm going to be talking about fiber. I will be talking about poop. So just a heads up if you're listening to me and you might have friends around or maybe you're listening at work. I have no idea if you're in the car. I'll, I'll try to keep it clean if you have if you have kiddos in there, but just giving you a heads up. There will be ample talk and I'm putting my little health coaching hat on for this episode because it is one of my favorite topics. It is fiber. And I know I say like this is one of my favorite topics, I think, on every single episode, but that's because it's true. I love this stuff. Oh my gosh, I love this stuff so much. So, fiber. All right, fiber. You know, it's it's that it's that that thing that people just don't really pay too much attention to often. From at least from my experience as a as a health coach, but I also find that fiber has lost its luster lately. You know, between the carnivore diet and the keto diet experiencing skyrocketing popularity in in recent years, the focus seems to have shifted from how you can be the healthiest version of yourself, the most vibrant version of yourself, to how how the heck you can be the smallest version of yourself. You know, being healthy and being small are two different things though, all right? You can have six-pack abs and still have skyrocketing cholesterol and, you know, conditions to set you up for a heart attack. So they're not mutually exclusive. And I think that all too often we have these influencers on, you know, social media that, yeah, we're distracted by how their body looks. And then we're thinking that they're the visual of health and they're they're what we want to attain and chase. I mean, not physically. We, we want to chase their, their physique for our own, right? Um, but in all actuality, you know, these are in, individuals who are using performance enhancing drugs or they're using, you know, just extreme measures, all while being funded by these supplement companies and other organizations that are, of course, feeding them, feeding them some money to kind of, kind of uh, make them a little bit more of a, like a charlatan. I, you know, I don't use that word lightly, but there you go. Now, for those of you who don't know, the carnivore diet supports people not not eating any vegetables. So they're only eating meat and animal products. So there is not a veggie or a fruit in sight. And definitely absolutely no nuts, seeds, or whole grains. Really, they're also limiting dairy products as well. So, hmm, real fun, right? So you're just eating meat and animal products like liver and things like that. Organ meats and whatnot. I don't want to call it organ meat, but like organ foods. Um, so... Given that there's no vegetables or fruits or definitely like nuts, seeds, or whole grains, there is absolutely no fiber or nutrients like the antioxidants found in veggies and fruits. I find this absolutely disgusting. I actually, I personally don't know how people do it. I've tested a lot of diets over my my life span just out of curiosity, not really for a goal in mind, but just to test it out and see how my body responds. This is one diet I can say, hands down, I will not. I will, I will never, I, and I don't speak in absolutes friend, but I will never try it. All right. The idea of just eating meat and meat products and like animal products, it's kind of repulsive to me. Um, I don't know if it's maybe because I was a vegetarian for about 10 years. I'm not sure, but it just doesn't sound appealing to me. 
And this is coming from an, I'm an omnivore, you know, I do eat meat. I do eat meat products right now, but you know, here's the thing is it's not all I eat. You know, I center my, my, my food, my meals around fruits and vegetables and of course protein. Like those are going to be the bulk of, of what I consume day in and day out, you know? And, and yeah, I do consume whole grains and things like that. But the idea of only eating meat, just like, it just does sound so disgusting to me for some reason, but that's just me. Now, spoiler, spoiler alert here. <laughs> there are no, I repeat, no controlled studies that support the claim that the carnivore diet can help eliminate health issues. All right. There of course are anecdotal stuff. There's always anecdotal stuff. Always, you know, um, I'm actually kind of fun. I'm kind of surprised they don't have the funding, uh, you know, that, that freaking doctor. I don't even want to say his name on here, but that doctor on Instagram, I'm surprised he doesn't have the funding to do his own randomized controlled study. Um, now the ketogenic diet or the keto diet, as you know, the cool kids say that has folks eating minimal carbohydrates, but, but higher fat. So they're not necessarily eliminating carbs altogether, like the, in the carnivore diet, but there is a reduction, just a reduction in carbs, but then an increase in fat. And of course, a moderate protein intake, which I love, you know, I, I do love that. Now the massive reduction in carbs has participants eat minimal nutrient dense foods like fruit and vegetables, and especially grains, since the maximum level of carbs suggested with this type of diet is you usually right around 20 to 50 grams or so per day because their suggestion for the standard keto diet is that your daily caloric intake is only about 5 to 10% carbs on keto. So over, you know, take like if you eat 2000 calories in a day, great, take 5 to 10% of of that amount in calories and that's how many carbs you're going to be eating in a day. And again, that usually equates to about 20 to 50 grams or so per day. Um, for perspective, you know, for me, I eat usually a minimum of 200 grams of carbs per day. Uh, that's just what works really well for me. And my fiber is usually right around 30 grams per day, you know, and it's a nice solid fiber. And we'll be talking about fiber intake and amounts and things like that, that you should be focusing on later in the episode, but just giving you perspective of the variation and the difference in carbs. Now I'm an athlete, I'm an active individual. So yes, my carbs will be a little bit higher. Um, I'm not in ketosis, which is, you know, the state of your metabolism that basically has you burning more fat than carbs. Um, and I'm just going to put that in a nutshell, but that's the, the goal with the keto diet. Okay. Now, now for perspective, you know, in addition to that is like, yeah, okay, 20 to 50 grams of carbs per day, it might be hard for you to kind of imagine what that entails and what that kind of includes. That is basically about the size of a single one medium tuber or sweet potato, you know, which offers right around six grams of fiber, including the skin. All right. And I know, I know not all of you be eating the skin. All right. Just because, yeah, not everyone loves the skin on a potato. I will eat skin and everything. I freaking love potatoes. Give me all the potatoes. Um, but yeah, for about a hundred grams worth of baked sweet potato, that's about 3.3 grams of fiber. It's, it, that's abysmal. All right. And that's a hundred grams of baked potatoes. So that's going to be maybe about like 20 grams of carbs, um, off the top of my head, just because I've been, I've been, you know, looking at these numbers for years. Um, yeah, that's, that's not a lot, you know, so you're only getting three grams of fiber with 20 grams of carbs. How else are you getting your how else are you getting your, your, you know, fiber? I mean, sure. Nuts and seeds, because those are fatty objects, you know, fat, fatty food, fatty objects. They're fatty foods. Fatty objects makes it sound like it was a growth or something. 
fatty foods. So yeah, you can do nuts and seeds on keto diet. That's perfect. But then you're doing that, you know, maybe some avocado. That's going to have a good amount of fiber. Yes, believe it or not, avocado actually has a great amount of fiber. Um, you know, yeah, so I don't know. It Keto does have its place though. All right, I will say it does work for a lot of folks. I'm a big proponent of, okay, yeah, if you're going to do keto, great, do keto. But if you're an athlete, let's try to flank the carbs right around your workouts so you don't feel like death, all right? Because that's that's what I have too often is I'll have clients who have tried keto and tried every other diet under the sun before they come in and work with me and, you know, they're at a loss for words. So they also just feel like hell. Like they, they don't have any energy. Like they have the keto energy, you know, which is different than performance energy. And that's something that a lot of folks just don't talk about. I mean, sure, you're going to feel nice and high when you're on the keto diet. You're going to have that nice little fat high, right? Low carb fat high. But then when you go to actually perform, you know, it, it, it feels like bricks. You feel like, you feel like lead. You're just not able to be as supple and and agile as you maybe normally were, and you're not as vibrant. You just don't feel as vibrant. All right. Now I will say also keto can take some time to get used to. And and of course these, these folks do give it time. They give it a good six months, but it sometimes just isn't for everyone. Okay. For me, I would be a disaster on a high fat diet just because my intestines can't handle a high fat diet. I have tried that before. Um, but you know, again, to each their own. Now, you know, it is sad that that these diets tend to just exclude entire food groups um, because of the focus on other things. And it's unfortunate because then that takes away the nutrients that you can get from those said food groups. You know, this is why like a balanced approach can be so, so beneficial. Now, I will also have, I will be a devil's advocate because you know me, I try to present the entire story as best as I can. The keto diet may be medically beneficial for a group of people and that's for epileptics and also for folks who um, maybe have like diabetes or pre-diabetes and are really trying to get their insulin level you know just all of that under control in addition to any type of medical intervention that they might be doing with their medical professional okay so it's it's kind of one of these things where you you just need to be as mindful as possible for what your you and your body needs, okay? Now, both of these diets are missing the things that have been shown to provide heart health and gut health, okay? February, hey, it's National Heart Month. Like, well, let's, let's embrace our heart health and longevity this month and, of course, every month. But let's talk about it a little bit more. And that's one reason I wanted to talk about fiber this, this month in February because, uh, yeah, this episode's dropping February 19th. And, you know, with a balanced approach, the best idea that I can kind of come up with just to give you a little bit of a snapshot is the Mediterranean diet. Okay. I know, I know you've probably heard it like, you know, over and over again, especially recently. Um, but it does include all the heart healthy foods like vegetables, fruits, legumes, beans, you know, whole grains, like just fiber rich. All right. And it includes a variety of foods you know, between Mediterranean diet, Atlantic diet, things like that. I mean, I, I hate that these things even have to have names because to me, I'm all, I'm very pro a balanced approach. And I, I just don't know why not taking a balanced approach has become unsexy. I think it's because it's not quick, you know, like it's not fast. You're not doing that Amazon body in three days, right? You know, and, 
And that can be frustrating for folks because we all lack patience more than anything. Patience and consistency, all right? Those are two of the most difficult things just because of motivation and things like that, okay? Now, okay, the first step to understanding and getting like a, a, a hold on fiber and hopefully making it sexy again here is to get to your fiber goal. And let's understand the fiber goal first of all, all right? Your fiber goals basically should be about 10 grams of fiber for every 1,000 calories that you consume each day. But I will say the optimal minimum amount of fiber is usually around 25 grams or more. In the 25 to 35 grams is usually ideal for majority of the population, all right? A massive majority of the population. And that's going to be recommended by heart health organizations and things like that, okay? Now, I find personally that many of my clients that I work with in the beginning are maybe, maybe getting literally eight to 10 grams per day when they first start, you know, kind of tracking their food and just building awareness around what and how they're eating. And that's just not enough for gut and heart health, let alone key longevity indicators, okay? 10 grams is just minimal. And these individuals are wondering, and I, I, I come from this as well. So when I first started tracking food years ago, I was getting eight to 10 grams, maybe 11 grams of fiber a day. And guess what? I was, I was hungry. I was hungry. Energy was kind of low. I was hungry. I do have colon cancer running in my family. My grandmother had it. Um, so it is something that I'm mindful of at all times. And here I'm looking at my, my food intake for the day and I'm getting maybe right around 10 grams of fiber per day. Now I'm getting anywhere between 25 and 35 grams per day consistently. Like I can do that, like snap my fingers and I can do it. All right. I know how to do it. But here's the other thing is we're tending to, to lean towards and really gravitate towards these packaged foods. And again, there's nothing wrong with packaged foods. They're convenient. There is a reason they're popular is because they're convenient. We don't want to spend hours in the kitchen anymore, you know, compared to maybe our parents and grandparents when they used to make everything from scratch. So I get it. We're trying to make it, make things a little bit more convenient, but in the process, the convenience foods do have a lot of the fiber stripped from the food. So that's going to leave you even more hungry because then you're consuming these foods that aren't necessarily satiating. All right. They're, they're tasty because they have a great balance of carbs and fats, right? The, the Holy Trinity or the Holy duo, I guess of food, but they're just leaving you hungry because you're not having the fiber that you need. You're not getting the fiber that you need. You're not getting really the nutrients that you need. All right. And also on top of this, you know, great, you're, you're maybe getting 10 grams of fiber per day. All right, fantastic. It's not fantastic, but do you like to poop? I mean, hey, I warned you, I'm going to be talking about poop. Fiber helps with this. All right. Fiber helps with that intestinal motility. All right. Now, now that I've talked about the, the minimums of fiber, there are maximums for fiber. Yes, I know. I know there is a ceiling for fiber and you can have too much of a good thing. All right. But usually it's anything that's closer to like 50 to 60 grams of fiber may, may not only be uncomfortable for your stomach, but it might also be uncomfortable for your poop, all right? It could reduce basically the water in your intestines. It'll like absorb the water in your intestines a little too much and cause a bit of a backup, maybe some constipation. So the goal here is to try to find your your happy medium to get you close or surpass the 20 to 25 grams of fiber mark each day. That's what's going to be the magic, the magic range for you. All right. And this is where the, and the reason I do talk about a ceiling for fiber is because yeah, it can cause some discomfort. It may cause constipation for some people, but also it might cause, um, 
it might prevent like a nutrient or nutrient absorption for some folks. All right. So just, it's fair. Again, I, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. So the goal here is just to get to the min, the minimum here. All right. Get to 20, 25 grams of, of fiber. You know, if you're a larger individual, taller individual, great. Try to make it closer to 30 grams just because by nature, you're going to have to consume more food. Um, so now you know the minimums, you know about the maximums, you kind of know, okay, I need to get into that happy place here, you know, 20, 25 grams per day. How the hell do I get there, Jen? All right, we're going to talk about it. So next step is to find the fiber sources that you enjoy eating, all right? Don't enjoy, like if you don't enjoy eating Brussels sprouts, don't eat them, like just don't. Or maybe you're just not making them, you know, right. You know, maybe you're not making them the way that is going to be as tasty as possible for you. So this is where let's, you know, I want to talk about some ideal fiber sources. I'm going to link in the show notes, a blog that I wrote, oh my God, back in like 2017. Oh God, I should probably like go in and edit it. But I wrote this, this blog back in 2017, shortly after I started this business. And I talked about fiber because it is just the thing. If, if there was one thing, if there, if there was one thing that I could change about someone's diet besides eating protein, besides increasing their protein intake, it would be to increase your fiber intake and just become more mindful of your fiber intake. It makes such a big difference. Oh my gosh, you're going to feel so amazing. Um, so I'm going to link in the show notes that article, that blog that I wrote, Eat All the Fiber. All right. It does have some you know memes and stuff in there, of course, because I, I speak in memes. Um, it's my love language. It's my humor language. But I'm just going to breeze through some excellent fiber sources here. All right. So vegetables, of course, you know, yeah. Brussels sprouts, greens, asparagus, whatever, especially cruciferous stuff like broccoli, cauliflower, all of that. All right. Veggies, veggies, veggies. Now berries, berries are going to be amazing for fiber. All right. Especially raspberries. They're going to have the higher fiber, uh, out of all the berries, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries. We're talking pears, figs, uh, squashes, especially acorn squash, potatoes, potatoes are like my favorite. I I don't care what color the potato is. I will eat it. Uh, nuts and seeds. We've got beans like black beans, especially really any kind of beans, lima beans, lentils, starting to sound a little Southern here, lentils, uh, chickpeas, avocado. Yes. It's a fatty, fatty veggie. I think it's, isn't it considered a fruit or vegetable? I don't know. Uh, but avocado, it's a great source of fat and it's a great source of fiber. You know, 100 gram serving of, of avocado, which is quite a lot, quite a lot. That's like close to 15 grams of fat. That's going to have about close to seven grams of fiber right there. All right. I usually have about, you know, half of that in a day. So boom, I'm already at like three, three and a half grams of fiber just with my avocado that I'm adding to flavor my food. Uh, quinoa, of course, for those of you that, you know, can't necessarily have whole grains. Great. Quinoa. And then, of course, on top of that, whole grains, all right? You know, anything with a grain in it is, generally speaking, going to have some fiber, especially oats and things like that. But this is just, it's an incomplete list, but think about those things. You know, these are items that have really good fiber sources. Uh, Apples, I don't even have apples on here, but there are so many, and this is not meant to be an, you know, all-inclusive list. It's just meant to give you some ideas, all right? Now, Now that you know the ideal fiber sources, great. Try to find the fiber sources that you enjoy eating and incorporate them more. You know, bananas are a great source of fiber. The last, certainly not least step in all of this is to flavor, flavor that fiber, right? Especially vegetables because veggies are bitter 
they're, they taste bitter to the human taste buds. So add some flavor with seasonings. Don't be scared to season your food. You know, of course, some salt, something more than pepper for the love of God. Please, you know, just find seasoning more than pepper. All right. Um, look at other uh, cultures. I feel like they tend to season food so dynamically and so uniquely and it's just nice to break out of maybe what you're not used to eating, all right? Break uh, to break away from what you're used to eating rather. <laughs> I'm not making sense this morning. But you know, look at other cultures and and just consider like what flavors, what seasonings do they usually add to their to their their vegetables, you know? How do they make them really tasty? I know recently um the last couple of years, you know, Aaron d- discovered like a carrot recipe that is roasted carrots, sliced carrots that has like some cinnamon on it. And oh my God, has like cinnamon and a little bit of honey. It is literally my favorite way to eat carrots. And I can't link the recipe in the show notes because I don't even know if I'm going to be able to find it. Um, But it's delicious. All right. And just things like that, like adding cinnamon to carrots is not something that I would have like put together. Uh, But that's just me. Now, veggies because they can be better besides seasoning and things like that then consider you know dressing sauces butters some whipped toppings you know I'm a huge fan of chimichurri oh my god like just because I grew up you know eating a lot of Cuban food from in Florida um you know especially with my family we loved Cuban food I worked at a Cuban restaurant at the time when I was like 18 and chimichurri is like oh my god if you have not had chimichurri First of all, check the ingredients. Make sure you're not allergic to anything. Don't be don't be silly. But if you have not enjoyed chimichurri, please do yourself a favor. Make chimichurri or find some chimichurri in the in the store. I actually have been using Haven's Kitchen, which I can get at like Whole Foods and things like that. That bag of chimichurri actually lasts me like quite a while, considering how much chimichurri I freaking eat. Um, but yeah, chimichurri, mm, so good, and it's it's healthy fat. It's got some olive oil in there. Mwah, chef's kiss. But seriously. I think we've gone on the opposite end of things where we're scared to add dressings and sauces and butters and things like that, but you can do these things in moderation. They are healthy fats more often than not. So you want to flavor it, you know, and the goal here is to get fiber, you know, a little bit of fat is not, it's not going to do anything really. You know, it's just going to enhance your desire to eat these vegetables. It's going to give you that, that oomph to do it. All right. To do the thing, to get the fiber in. Now with fruits, if you're not a real big fan of like just, you know, eating handfuls of fruits or handfuls of blueberries like I am, oh my God, um, then great, you know, consider some whipped toppings or dairy products and non-dairy products and add it with your fruit, you know, Greek yogurt, perfect example. And you can get non-dairy options too, if you're, if you're dairy free. So there are options here. You just have to add flavor. All right. But look outside of your little realm of expertise. Look at other at other folks, see how they're preparing things. Look at recipes. Pinterest can be your best friend. You know, give yourself some damn flavor. All right. But the key here is to vary it and keep it interesting. All right. So hopefully this has given you, you know, some, some ideas. So now, you know, the perks of including fiber into your diet, you know, the minimum that you should strive for as well as the ceiling on fiber. And then a little bit of the food options that you can include as well as ways to make it more flavorful. So if this episode was helpful, please share and tag me at Shift Human Performance. I would love to see it and share it along with you. And if you're not yet subscribed, please subscribe, rate, and I will see you next week. Thanks for joining me today, friend. I am so grateful that you're here. All right, much love. Bye. Bye.